All right. We know that Omicron is spreading throughout the province and at a rapid rate. I believe that the uh, numbers now are uh, 3,453 COVID cases in the province. And as that happens, you know, there's more demand for tests, but an increased demand for COVID tests is stretching laboratories thin across Ontario. And Michelle Hode is CEO of the Medical Laboratory Professionals Association of Ontario. She joins us to talk about her concerns. Welcome to the program, Michelle. Good morning. Can you give us some insight into how Omicron has affected labs in Ontario? Sure. So the um, sudden surge really has um, hit us like a tidal wave, if that's the best way to describe it. So um, unfortunately, we started the pandemic already understaffed. So we've been sort of... uh, spreading water for the last 20 months. Um, and now we've, you know, we're headed into uh, what we anticipate to be a steady state of mass testing. And we are, uh, we've got a lot of lab professionals right now who are tired, exhausted, um, giving up holidays, giving up vacation that they've done for the last 12 months mm. to keep up with the surge. It's, it's a hard time right now. How long does it take to train someone to, to work in, in a lab to, to uh, actually conduct those tests? So a medical lab technologist is the role that we refer to. So they're the ones that actually do the interpretation of testing. It's anywhere from a two to three year specialized education program in the province Mm. of Ontario. So it's not something we could have rushed in at the beginning of the pandemic and said, you know what, if this uh, lasts for a while, uh, let's get training now because we, we just wouldn't be ready. That's right, exactly. So um, what the Premier did do at the, the onset of the pandemic was they invested a lot of money in instruments. So instruments are the machines that actually, you know, you're able to load the um, specimen on and test. So a lot of money was put to that, which was great because it equipped a lot of labs across the province to be able to do that testing. But we still have the expertise of the interpretation, which is the gap and that gap has been around for a very long time, and there have been a lot of heaps for the government to try to help them look at that, but not a lot of interest. But unfortunately, it looks like it takes a, a pandemic for people to finally pay attention that we need help in our labs. Why is there a gap? Is there, are we not, because this is not something that would have occurred to me in high school, that I could have gone on to work in a lab. Uh, it, it, are we not selling this profession enough? So actually, we've got five programs in the province of Ontario, all with wait lists right now. So um, believe it or not, the problem actually started back in the mid-90s. At that time, there were 12 programs, and the government in power then decided to close seven of them, thinking that machines would replace people. And that hasn't happened. So So you um, still, we have the technology, but we still need the manpower to decipher the technology or to run the technology or both? So we need manpower to run it, but you also need manpower to analyze the data. Right, right. So that's where that specialty training comes in to actually, you know, for example, they're looking through microscopes and looking at different types of infection. They'll match infections um, and determine what it is that you have, and then they'll give that to the doctor, and the doctor gives you the antibiotic. One of the reasons we had you on the show, uh, Michelle, is because you're indicating that uh, the fact that we have this increased um, demand for PCR tests now is delaying other medical test results. Can you speak to that? Sure. So we've had a couple of hospitals contact us already saying that um, due to the shortage of people in these specialized areas, what's starting to happen is other hospitals are hiring away the only few that we have. And they've now been left in positions where every day testing is now being delayed. So what that means is we're talking about cancer results that are being delayed. 
other results such as infection, um, just finding out status of health is being delayed. So this surging capacity now is affecting what we call benches in the lab. So every single bench is being affected. I was hoping that you would have uh, a solution for us, but it sounds like if we are if we have a shortage, and this is something we went into the pandemic um, with a shortage of experts to work in these labs, it seems like we are between a rock and a hard place and not going to get at, out of it anytime soon. No, you're 100% right. So, you know, I, I like to talk about solutions because we always want to find a solution. But the, the sort of short-term solution for us in Ontario is we need to follow public health measures be responsible and understand that if we decide to do something that, you know, is really not recommended, it may affect our neighbor, our friend, our community. I think one way to also look at it is these people in the lab that are working are going home to their community and there's infection in their community. So we want to protect them and we want to protect mm-hmm. ourselves. I think long term, we've actually sent a call, in, a call to action to the government at the beginning of September asking for about $7 million dollars to kind of help the education programs open up more spots, help hospitals hire potentially educators to train more kids so we can open up that bottleneck. So that's a much longer-term solution. But if, if we've learned anything in this province, I think we need to keep pushing the government to find solutions so that you know we don't find ourselves in the current situation again. Yeah, it's not a great place to be. I know that a lot of people are looking for PCR tests and waiting in some cases uh, they're not getting them at all. PCR tests are the gold standard when it comes to COVID results. Are we heading backwards to the early days of the pandemic when people who were sick were told to isolate and assume that you have it? We're not giving you a PCR test. That's definitely how it appears. I know in Ottawa, they've decided to make some changes to that and saying if you've got symptoms, you know, the best thing right now is not to go to uh, to get a PCR test. I think the other thing we need to probably recognize, which is expected that will happen, is that we'll get labs that will have um, mass infection and spread of COVID as well. So so just like, you know, locations of different places are closing down because they've got COVID, we have to expect that that's going to happen in our labs. So, so yes, I think we probably need to go back to square one, which is mm-hmm. if you've got symptoms, the right thing to do is stay home. According to a poll released yesterday, 41% of people said they'll celebrate with their household and extended family. How much does this concern you? It's and concerning. celebrate Christmas, I, by the way. Yeah. You know, I think it's concerning, but at the same time, it's understandable. Like, um, you know, people haven't seen their families. People have been following the rules. I think the only advice I'd give to the everyday person is just make sure you know who you're sitting with at the table and where they've been. And I say that, you know, in a, in a very respectful way, but I think it's okay to ask the question. Um, I can speak personally, you know, within my family. and Like, we're, we're always making sure to say, like, where have you been? Where have you gone? making sure that you know, everybody's uh, being upfront about it because if we aren't upfront, it could lead to things that are not good. Michelle, I want to thank you for joining us. It's a concern, that's for sure. And I appreciate you putting some perspective on where we need to go as far as uh, getting more professionals into our labs here in the province. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Michelle Hode, CEO of the Medical Laboratory Professionals Association of Ontario.